All righty. Welcome and say cheese, everybody. Uh, Karma Hansen is in along with Tina Sanders from Safe Kids Grand Forks. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome to the show, which, by the way, is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701 701- Three three zero one two seven three, And make sure you call Executive Properties now if you want snow removal done for you this winter, all right? Hey, if you have any questions or comments for Karma or Tina with Safe Kids Grand Forks, hey, feel free to call or text, all right? We've got the text and displays right in front of us here on the monitor. Our number is 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. And before we get going too much farther into the show, let's do our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Let's see if I can get one on Dale here today. Jokes my neighbor tells me. Now, I don't hardly ever eat fast food, but I ate a kid's meal at McDonald's the other day. So I went in and ate a kid's meal at McDonald's the other day. Boy, were their parents pissed. Oh, man. I knew he wouldn't like it. Speaking of food, uh, I wanted to just get this out there. Uh, Pizza Ranch having a fundraiser today from 4.30 to 8. Uh, For the Sons of the Legion, the American Legion, and Auxiliary, uh, if you can do that, um, I know they're working on getting the Sons of the Legion going here. Um, Go check it out. Uh, Pizza Ranch always does such a good job with their fundraisers. Uh, Again, Sons of the Legion, the American Legion, Auxiliary from 4.30 to 8. Pizza Ranch, South End, Grand Forks. There we go. First off, let's uh, welcome somebody who's in here quite often. Karma, how are you? I'm great. Good morning to you and all your listeners. Thanks for having us on. Oh, for sure. And uh, I'm jealous. And you know why? Because, uh, you know, we are Facebook friends. And you just have to rub it in my face that you're in Mexico. And, I'm not. I'm sitting well, in Well, that you were. And, oh. and you know what the thing is that got me the most, what? I think, was the food. When oh. you guys were sitting down to watch the hockey game, I don't know where you were that food. Oh my goodness, did that look good? Yeah, it was a little Italian restaurant. Then we uh, we are pretty diehard UND uh, fans, whether it be football, women's basketball, men's mm-hmm. basketball, hockey, and a lot of times we schedule our vacations around like when they're playing. Oh sure, but given that we go to all of the sports, it's hard to like not. You know, you have to miss some of them. And so we had our little iPad with us. We were just watching that hockey game. It didn't okay. end the way we wanted it no, to on Friday no. and Saturday, but we were there cheering them on. Yeah. You know, I was wondering how that happened, how you could watch it, because I live right outside of East Grand Forks and I have a satellite dish, so I don't even get to watch Fighting Hawks hockey. And you're um, down in Mexico watching it. Yeah, like my husband is in charge of technology. Like, oh, like yeah. is it the NCHC package or whatever? That we oh, have sure, sure, whatever, sure. Okay. So, uh, you brought a guest with you. I did. Uh, my colleague uh, is Tina Sanders. She is one of our Safe Kids specialists in our office. Uh, we just have a great team of people that do a lot of work. Um, as you know, we work with a lot of volunteers, mm-hmm. but it takes people within the office to coordinate all those volunteers. And, sure. uh, Tina has been with us about three years, about a year as part-time or flex time, and then about a year and a half as a um, safe kid specialist. She is in charge of our home safety work and then also our wheeled sports and pedestrian safety. Oh, so sure. we're going to talk a little bit today about winter walking and winter sports helmets and some of that that falls within her wheelhouse. So okay. I'm just really blessed to have her a part of our safe kids team. Yeah, and uh, you have a great team. Uh, you you rave about them every time you're in here. And, and now I finally get to meet the, the final the, yeah. the last one on the team. Um, I, I did want to get a couple of things out of the way that I did see. And this is something I never thought of. With the holidays, people flying, people traveling, people going all over the place. If you've got kids, it's it's hard to even sometimes drive across town, let alone fly to a destination. You got to think about your car, you know, your child care or your child seats and all of that kind of wow. stuff. Um, you guys got a little program where if somebody's flying in, they can get a hold of you and they could actually get a loaner for a couple of weeks. How does that work? Yeah, so we have a loaner program, and it's kind of on an honor system. Obviously, you don't want to use a seat if it's ever been in a crash. So one of the things we say to people is, if the seat is in a crash, we're not going to bill you for it. We're not going to make you pay for the seat. We just want you to be honest that it was in a crash mm-hmm. so that we can replace it. Um, we do not charge for them. We accept donations, and people will um, help us that way so we can continue to provide you know new seats mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Uh, but we do that because 
oftentimes people do take a plane and while you can gate check uh, a, a car seat for free or um, if you've purchased a ticket for that child, yeah. you can use a seat, not a booster seat, but you can use a car seat on a plane. Um, for some people that doesn't, they don't want to do that. Well, you're or you're walking that buy stuff all over, uh, you know? Yep. So we offer a loaner seat for up to two weeks okay. of time. And uh, what we ask is that they call our office so we can schedule an appointment. Uh, not like the day of like, oh, I have people flying yeah, in yeah. like today. It takes it takes a minute to make a call. Right. Unless, you know, there's always a funeral or something like that. Sure. That was an unanticipated thing. Mm-hmm. But then we'll set up an appointment and we'll get them c- connected with the right seat. We'll ask them like, what's the age, the weight, the height of the child. We'll get them the proper seat and, and loan them that car seat. And we just are, we have a lot of people who use it and over the holidays, particularly yeah. or during summer. So that is a program that I'm glad you brought up because um, the last day that we'll have people in the office, obviously, is the 21st or 22nd. Right, right. So if you have people coming in that need to use that service, let us know. Um, the other thing with that we have in our loaner repertoire is there are um, vests that we can have kids use. Like, let's say somebody is flying from Grand Forks to Disney World. Okay. Um and when they get there, they're going to be using transportation rather than packing a heavy car seat. We can send these very portable vests oh, that you yeah, can use yeah, 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 that you yeah. could fit in a backpack yeah. uh, that they could take with them. Or the other thing is, is we have these little restraints that you can use on an airplane okay. that provides a type of a harness system and protects kids a little bit better. So a lot of things in our wheelhouse, these are items that we purchased. They're all crash tested. They're all safe to use. Uh, so call our office if you want to talk about your travel needs. And we'll be happy to help you with that. Okay. And on that same note, now, if you are traveling, uh, say you're going to take a car trip to the cities, Western North Dakota, wherever, wherever, uh, is it tomorrow at Rydell Cars uh, from 4 to 7? Go in, have a car seat specialist or technician. Take a look at your stuff. Uh, if you're going to go, you know, I mean, think about the weather we have this weekend. Nobody wants to be on the road over the holidays with an unsafe child seat. So bring your in, uh, um, you know, have it checked. I'm sure. It's, is it free of charge? It is free. We do our monthly Rydell appointments the second Thursday of every month from 4 to 7. And um, um, I'll maybe let Tina talk a little bit about some of the misuse we see. But, you know, knowing that four out of five car seats are used wrong. Yeah. To yeah. me, that should say, oh, my gosh, I don't want mine to be one of right, them. Right, right. And so... I would guarantee that the majority of people who come into our events, there's something, even if it's something little, Uh a little tweak that we could say, hey, you know what? If you move that harness clip up just a little tiny bit, that would make it a little safer that we can find to help them out. It might be checking for a recall on their car seat or on their vehicle, which mm-hmm. we do. Tina, maybe you want to just mention some of the things that we commonly see at our events that people are doing wrong and, and we'll help them. That's what we're there for. Sure. A lot of people don't realize that different car seats kind of operate differently. Mm -hmm. And of course it's going to be different based on, you know, from car to car. Um, A lot of times the misuse that we see is simply that it's not in tight enough or they haven't locked their seatbelt to keep that seat tight. Maybe they pulled it really, really tight. They had it good and tight, but as they drive, it wiggles itself Mm -hmm. loose Mm -hmm. because they didn't lock the seatbelt. Another thing is when we've got those forward-facing kiddos, um, there's something called a top tether that needs to be attached to the back of their seat or to the floor behind the seat. Oftentimes, families don't realize that that needs to be used. That's a misuse we see quite frequently. Um, But then, I mean, a lot of times it's a matter of the child has outgrown the seat and they just didn't know it. Or even the car seat is expired. Yeah, and, and you know, the shame of this, the tragedy of this is, is most of the times people don't know that Yes. Until it's too late. Exactly. And you don't want to find out that way. Uh, bring it in tomorrow. Yes. And again, from uh, four to seven. Okay. Um, Christmas safety. Where do we want? Where do we, where do we want to start? Well, I want to start by talking. It was interesting. Last night, we do a foster parent training, a monthly foster parent training. Mm-hmm. And last night, my dear friend, uh, Kelly Rensdahl, who is with the National Fire Protection Association, was our guest speaker. Okay. Uh, she used to be the coordinator of Safe Kids North Carolina, and she and I have known each other for many, many years. And uh, she is very much an expert in the fire safety arena. And 
she was our guest last night and she just talked about so many things that are really should be top of mind right now. First thing that comes to my mind is, you know, we are hauling Christmas trees into our house and decorating them and they're all a part of the joyous festivities of the holidays. But that being said, the number of house fires in the month oh, yeah. of December goes up skyrocketly, mm-hmm. you know, because you use the candles and because of Christmas trees. I mean, you think about that tree and then you put lights on it and then you have boxes, cardboard boxes wrapped in mm-hmm. paper underneath it and how quickly that can ignite. Yeah. And so bringing that tree in and when you get that tree, putting a fresh cut on the bottom so that it can absorb the water up into uh, the trunk of that tree. And then if you have a pet in the home, think about checking that water more frequently mm-hmm. because they'll drink pet, out of it. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and then it, taking uh, to test whether that tree needs to be removed, you know, and is getting too dry. Put the needles between your thumb and your pointer finger, and the the needle should bend. And if it doesn't, mm-hmm. it breaks. Yeah, but that's snaps. telling you it's dried out. Sure. And you know the thing is too now, um, like my Christmas tree, I do have a couple of strings of lights that are plugged in. But now you can buy all these these battery operated ones. They'll put three double A's in there. They've got all kinds of different switches, and they will turn off automatically and turn on automatically. But the LED lights now they they don't get hot. Um, it, it's it's it makes me feel much safer. And when you talk about animals um our last of our three cats just passed last week and we need to get another cat or two and we decided to wait till after the tree is down because that's all we need a new cat that doesn't know and that just adds more danger too um but you know you you talk about keeping the keeping them uh you know water in there um but there's also a lot of things on trees uh, especially for for small kids a lot of choking hazards and stuff like that when you look at all the ornaments on a tree Absolutely. And, you know, you can certainly look at putting a baby gate up. Um, You can look at rather than using the little hooks to put the ornaments on, using like a fish wire or something like, or, you know, like Mm -hmm. a fish line uh, that you might have instead of having the little tiny hooks, Um, using plastic ornaments instead of glass ones. They make ornaments that look very, very real. Uh, And and think about the placement of where that tree is. Uh, Another thing related to trees is, uh, you know, not having it lit when you're not there. You mentioned that LED lights burn a lot less hot than yeah. the regular ones do. Uh, but keep in mind that you don't want to overload those sockets no. um, or, or use power strips where you've got way too many mm-hmm. of them plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing exterior illumination, putting your uh, lights up outside, think about where you might have uh, an extension cord where yeah. there could be a snowblower that sure. goes through that sure. to, uh, to watch for that kind of a hazard we've all or a done tripping it. hazard. Yeah, yeah, we've all wrapped 50 feet of uh, extension cord into a snowblower before. I'm not, I don't like that at all. Um, I'll shut the stuff off at night. Um, if you're going to leave the house, turn your lights off. I know everybody likes to come into a house that's all lit up and everything, but uh, there, there's just a whole different deal uh, when it comes to, to winter and, and Christmas time. Um, I did want to ask you something. But I got a little bit sidetracked. Did you guys find a washer and dryer? We did. Okay. We just got one right okay. before we came here. So okay. thank you for good, having good, good. an amazing phone call earlier. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Because I was, uh, I wanted to put that towards the top of my list and because uh, I wanted to make sure that that got put off. Yeah, so. and it's interesting. I'm looking on my, my phone here. I want to get the name of the properties that donated it because we love to thank our sponsors. But, sure. Uh, we were talking in our office yesterday that we do launder you have to do it in cold water and with no soap Mm -hmm. the padding that comes with these seats and we were just talking about loaner seats and our our staff are taking that home to do that yeah Um, and then we also do a lot of events where we use table covers and stuff like that we like one of our colleagues yesterday said gosh it'd be great to have a washer and dryer in our office and i'm like i can do that they're like well where are we going to hook it up we down at the end of our hall literally have a little room with a washer dryer hookup and so i put an ad on our (laughs) facebook page saying we'd love one and a, a, a colleague of ours with the vision zero program said, I know somebody who does maintenance work for uh, Hampton Properties. Oh, sure. And right before I walked out of the office, we got a call from that person who said, I'll have one available for you tomorrow by one o'clock. So thank you to wow. the owners of Hampton Properties for that very kind and generous donation of a washer and dryer. Sure helps when you know people, huh? I know, right? And when you do fantastic things like oh. Safe Kids does. People, I mean... You know, that was one of the first things I wanted to talk about because uh, we wanted to make sure that that got done. Uh, The medication safety thing with traveling, what is that about? Well, Tina does our home safety stuff, and she just did the most awesome display uh, that we're going to throw a picture up on the screen here. So, Tina, why don't you describe that and why medication safety is on our radar at this time of year? 
Absolutely. So medications, oftentimes, especially if you're a small child, uh, they look just like candy. Mm-hmm. So we uh, have created some gingerbread houses. They're up on the screen right there. Some gingerbread houses. One is decorated with candy and one is decorated with medication. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. So yeah. this is actually in our Altru Clinic in East Grand Forks. Okay. Uh, and if you zoom into a little bit closer, you'll be able to see the differences in them. So right there, wow. we've got one side is candy, one side is uh, medicine. So can you tell which is which? I cannot. <laughs> I, I did they. Uh, They're very. I'm going to say right? the one on the right is medication. You are correct. The one oh, on wow. the right is medication. That and was just a total guess. No, that was fantastic. Um, now I will say that my 14 year old walked up to the two of them and went, "Oh, I know which one is medicine." And I said, "Yes, but you're 14." Yeah, you're not four. Uh, you're not four. Yeah, exactly. And um, you, you better know, know at 14. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> uh, but our um, our little kids um, out there, I mean, it's challenging to keep things up and out of reach from them to begin with. Sure. And when we have medications that look so much like candy, that's even more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got things like um, vitamins and melatonin, yeah. things that are in gummy form. Yeah. You know, well, they're able to eat a whole packet of gummies at snack time, but why can't they have? Right, right. You know, and a you know, handful. you got these these sick creeps out there too now, where they're making drugs that look like candy. And I mean, all you got to do is some of these drugs, all you got to do is touch them mm-hmm. and they can kill you. And, and, and they think that's really funny. Well, let's make this look like it's a candy cane or something, you know. Oh, boy. Well, I, and I, then I, we've got, you know, legalized um, marijuana products mm-hmm. um, that are that are edible things that sure. look like food items as yep. well. Yep. So all of these things can be very, very dangerous oh, yeah. to, to kids. Um, so that was the point of our, our gingerbread houses, and it was a really fun project to do. Um, but it's it's a serious topic because we have fo- uh, families that are traveling mm-hmm. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So you might be staying in a hotel room. Well, usually at your home, you've got those things locked up and out yeah. of the hands of your toddlers. But in a hotel room, you need to maybe consider um, a locking medication case yeah. that you take yeah. with you. I mean, now with the legalized marijuana and the gummies and things like that, I got no problem with that. There's people that, that it really does help, but you have to treat it like it's a regular 100%. medication. All these gummies and things, yeah, they might taste like candy, but yeah, yeah, you got to really be careful. And, and if you're one of those people that says you have to have it, well, then you have to take the precautions and you have Absolutely. to, you know, you, you got to be good about this kind of stuff. Well, and John, I know we've said this at our interviews in the past, but, it, you know, it used to be that the number one cause of poisoning were things like kitchen cleaners yeah. or bathroom cleaners or things you found in the garage mm-hmm. that, you know, you thought of as poisonous. Mm-hmm. The number one cause of poisoning in children nowadays is actually medications. Oh, it's I believe things it. that we're bringing into the home yep. to help us with blood pressure or cardiac or infection or pain or allergies or whatever mm-hmm. that might be. And as Tina said, people are traveling at this time of year and you bring that suitcase into a house that grandma and grandpa bring and all of a sudden, you know, the kids are in there and they're curious and they get into it. You know, maybe grandma and grandpa are not keeping their meds in a child-resistant top. And a lot of them do because it's harder for them as they get elderly yes. to open these things. So yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt, but... Yeah. No, so so think about guests who might be coming in and maybe give them a, an alternative rather than saying, hey, what have you got in your suitcase? You know, mm-hmm. and, and being mm-hmm. inquisitive that way, just say, hey, you know, if you've got any medications or anything, just set them up on the um, closet shelf or, you know, put them behind a locked door or something. Um, and as Tina mentioned, if you have people that are traveling, we do have these little boxes. They're about $13 on Amazon that we um, hand out at, that we would loan to people if they were going to go traveling oh, sure. that they could put medications in. A little mini in. safe type yeah, thing. Yeah, you know what I, yeah. I think of the example this is the time of year there's snow outside maybe mom's jumping in the shower the kids are playing in the hotel room dad Mm -hmm. goes out to get the snow off the car and that kind of stuff and like tina said at home you can lock them up what do you do when you're traveling right right and and a lot of times too is uh you might go 364 days out of the year without any kids in your house and then christmas comes along uh i mean like me um you might not want to hear this but i got guns all over my house you know strategically hidden and um, things like that but Mm -hmm. um you know, I got to make sure that they, they're out of reach. Where And the thing is, is most of them are out of reach. I can get them. But my poor wife, she would just probably get murdered because she wouldn't be able to get it if we had any help uh, problems over there. But uh, all of these kind of things, you might not think about this on a daily basis. But when it comes time for the holidays, I mean, people are bringing their kids. They're bringing their pets. They're bringing their dogs and whatever. Uh, you just have to be safe. And you know why? That's why we come to Grand Fork's Best Source there to you go. share this information. And we're appreciative of your partnership because 
you know, these are things that are up front of mind for us as injury mm-hmm. prevention specialists all the time. We're here to make that be something that the average everyday citizen goes, oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. My in-laws are coming for the holidays. Oh, yeah. So so genuinely, genuinely, I know I've expressed my gratitude to your station before, mm-hmm. but the partnership that we have is how we're able to get this right. information out. Sure. You know, we'll replay this on our Facebook page. We'll put it on our website. We appreciate this because that's what we're here for is to provide this type of information. And I'm going to be honest, uh, Safe Kids Grand Forks, you've made me um, seem smarter. Uh, I tell I can tell people like well you know the number one cause of uh, you know it, it, it's not that it's actually Medicaid oh and is that child seat is you should probably go have that you know people are like wow how do you know all that stuff I don't well, tell well, them I, I said many many years ago <laughs> my kids are now in their late twenties and mm-hmm. early thirties but I said many years ago. You know, I've had a lot of titles in my lifetime. The most important one I've ever had is that of mom. Sure, sure. And being a parent is a very hard job, and mm-hmm. it, but yet it comes with the least amount of orientation. And oh, yeah. there are so many places that people can get information nowadays. And some of it is oh, very yeah. credible and trusted and respected. Others, not so much. You know, you have these bloggers who want to become an expert on something. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're spewing information that might not be research-based or evidence-based right, or right. whatever. We're here to share stuff, meet parents and caregivers where they're at, not make them feel bad for not knowing something yeah. or for doing it maybe wrong, and give them some safer alternatives and then let them make that decision. But we want it to be stuff that is credible and trusted. Right. You know what? Uh, especially guys, there's time to put your pride in your pocket and admit I don't know how to do this and ask. So I got to do make a phone call, ask, you know, send a text out or do whatever. Yep. Um, a lot more. I, John, oh. I have a funny story okay. to tell about that. I got a call many years ago and I answered and I said, uh, this is Carmen. Can I help you? And the guy on the other end of the phone, he says, are you that like safety person at all true? And I said, well, depends on who's asking. And he gave me his name. Well, he was a former UND hockey player, and I'm oh. not going to throw him under the bus. But it, he says, okay, so like I had two jobs before my wife had her baby. I was supposed to set up the crib, and I was supposed to get the car seat installed. And she delivered sooner than her due date. I'm like, yeah, dude, that happens sometimes, right? Yeah, gee, Mr. Procrastination and, and goes, Man. I know, and he goes, and the baby's going to be discharged today, and I'm going to be oh, in so much trouble if I don't have this car seat in. I go, how can I help? Let's Let's connect. And so the guy comes to my office and I looked at like how the seat was put in. And this is a guy pride thing, right? He's like, he goes, I know it just doesn't look right. And I'm like, there was so many things wrong about the seat. Um, Like the lower anchors, one was hooked on this and one was hooked up to the top tether. And I'm like, Dude, like, like, did you read Dude, the instruction? Come on. And he goes, no, but he goes, I have a friend. He goes, and he's got two kids, so I called him, and he came over. We struggled with this thing on the driveway for two hours. I'm like, if you would have just taken the instruction manual out and read it, you could have been done in like a half an hour. But guy pride, right? Didn't yeah, read the yeah. instruction manual. And so we had this whole thing of, okay, let's start from the beginning. And we did. And we we fixed it, and we got him out of the doghouse mm-hmm. and all that. But really, like, we're, that's what we're here yeah, for. Yeah. Right. And not to judge or, or, you know, people say, well, I don't want to come and have you check my car seat because, like, I've got, like, like t- hair, uh, 10 grams or it's dirty yeah. or, <laughs> like, yeah, goldfish crackers all over. And we're like, you know what? Like, we've seen those yeah. things. Don't uh, feel bad. To be honest with you, I would have said, yeah, I'll help you, but I want a picture with you. <laughs> I'm going to put it right here on my office wall. I did promise because of confidentiality, you know, when you yeah, work at a hospital, I, I, I would never say his name. But that being said, I, I, I do have to just joke a little bit about his man pride getting in the yeah. way. He could call a buddy, but he couldn't read the instruction manual or ask for help <laughs> until the point at which he knew he was going to be in big trouble sure. with his wife for not getting it right. Um, before we take a break, uh, while we're talking about uh, young, young like babies and stuff, and we'll get into the outside and the winter things, but um, uh, safe baby sleeping. This is something something that that I never really realized until doing some of these uh, podcasts with you and and back in the radio day. But um, I mean, cribs, you know, to me, if I saw an empty crib with nothing in it, but a child sleeping, I would think there's something wrong with this picture when actually that's That's right. That is normal. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want anything in there, really. Do you? We do not. Um, We operate on the ABCs of safe sleep. So we want the baby to be alone Mm -hmm. on their back in their own sleep space like a crib. Sure. So um, 
we want them to be alone because, uh, you know, they they can't move themselves away from hazards. Right, right. You They're... or I, if our blanket covered our mouth and our nose, mm-hmm. we'd, we would know that we're not able to breathe effectively and we'd move it. Yep. Those babies, they don't have the strength to do that. No. Um, so we don't want blankets, no pillows. We don't want stuffed animals. A pacifier is okay, but we don't want, like, to prop up a bottle sure, or anything sure. in there. You know, um, people might think, well, that looks so uncomfortable. Sure. Well, look where they spent the first nine months of their lives. It couldn't be less comfortable than <laughs> that, I wouldn't think. That's fair. And, you know, if you've ever watched a baby uh, fall asleep, they get into the silliest you oh, know, yeah. positions, and they're mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, we want them to sleep on their back. And this is something we get a little bit of pushback from a lot of grandparents because um, we used to think, oh, put them on their belly yeah, as they yeah. grow up. Um, we have found through research that that is just, that's not a, a huge risk. That's mm-hmm. not a risk that we, that we need to worry about. They need to lay on their back okay. when they sleep. Um, that helps them to maintain their airway. That helps them to keep away from anything that could cover their face. And then of course, in their own crib, they shouldn't be sleeping with us in bed. No, they should not be sleeping we, on we a read couch. the horrible stories Absolutely. about that all the time. So if you've got a baby in the crib, nothing, and none nothing. of them buffers, no stuffed animals, nope. pillows, blankets, absolutely nothing. None of that. You can, you can put them in a swaddler and a, a young baby well, sure, that doesn't yeah. roll over. Um, you put them in one where their arms are contained sure. in the swaddle. Mm-hmm. Once they get to the point where they can roll over and that varies, it could be three, four, five months. Then you put them in one where it's just like a body sack and they, um, they have their arms out so that if they do roll, they can roll back yeah. the other direction. Now, if a child does fall asleep and you know, they've rolled over, you don't need to keep waking them up and flipping them like a pancake. You can let them lay on their stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but always start on that back to sleep, as Tina said. Uh, You know, the other thing uh, she talked about crib, a pack and play would be another option. Mm -hmm. But never, never, never an adult bed. Um, The the cribs in infant, um, or the mattresses in infant cribs are hard, and they're intended to be that way so they don't compress down and cover the Mm -hmm. nose, or so they're not breathing that carbon dioxide, which is the waste gas, into that cliff cushy mm-hmm. pillow top sure. and then rebreathing that, that rebreathing of that carbon dioxide will knock out their ability to breathe. It, it knocks out the drive yeah. of, of respirations. And so that they feel can lead to, to the SIDS. Um, the other thing about sleep positions is um, never an inclined surface, a yeah. swing, a oh, crib, okay. I mean, a, a, a car seat, a bouncy chair, um, anything that's in an inclined position, because when they fall asleep, their neck muscles oh, get yeah. really weak and their head can fall forward. And they die of not what's called SIDS, but it's called positional asphyxia, which is lack of oxygen because of the position they were in. You know, that's kind of funny because uh, if you want to put a kid uh, down to take a nap, put him in a car seat and take a drive. Well, that's the the, um, kind of caveat to that is if the car seat is in installed correctly in okay. your car, which we can check for you tomorrow after, uh, mm-hmm. afternoon. If it's installed correctly in the car, it's at the correct angle to keep their head in the right space. Sure. They can sleep in okay. the car if it's installed. Yeah. We're talking about those baby carriers where you lift them out and you yep. carry them in the house. Yep, yep, yep. You know, we've always been told ever since our babies are born, don't wake a sleeping baby. Mm-hmm. That is a situation where you need to wake a sleeping baby and get them out of that and f- on that flat surface. Okay. Uh, if there are listeners who cannot afford a crib or a sleep space, I do want to give a shout out to a program called Cribs for Kids. Um, it is a statewide program that there is an agency in town, Uspire here in town, is the distributor for those cribs. Uh, you can contact Uspire and they have an application that you fill out uh, and you get a pack and play. You get a sleep sack, you get a pacifier, and then you get education on safe sleep. You know, we have seen people who can't afford cribs who will use a cardboard box or they'll yeah. take a laundry basket and put a pillow in it. They'll use a dresser drawer and God bless them. They are trying their mm-hmm. hardest, sure. but none of those are acceptable ways um, in which to have a baby sleep. Um, The adult bed, absolutely not. So dangerous. Uh, And so please, you know, reach out um, to us. We'll get you that contact information. If you have listeners from around the region, there are many sites in both North Dakota and Minnesota that are Cribs for Kids distributors. We can help get you connected with the one closest to your location. Um, I I actually have a pack and play at my house. Uh, We keep one there for for the grandkids who are now getting old enough where they don't need it. But uh, the nieces and nephews, and and now especially during the holidays, uh, we're going to have a house full for about 10 days. 
days. So um, Karma and, and Tina are here from Safe Kids Grand Forks. I just want to take a short little break. Uh, we're going to talk more about the winter safety for your for your kiddos coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, right now, I want to give BT and Jake and Scotty and all whole crew at Rumors Sports Bar and Casino a little shout out. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, tell you what, if you want to go have a good, quick, cheap lunch today, burger and a side for just six bucks. All right. Uh, they've got lunch and dinner specials. The $7 express lunch every day. All right, go on in. Uh, we were talking about UND Sports earlier. Catch all your favorite teams on the TVs. They are wall-to-wall TVs. They've got two buses. They'll run you to UND Sports. They'll run you to all the big concerts. Um, Monday is DJ Trivia Night. Uh, maybe you want to throw a Christmas party. Get a hold of them. They've got all kinds of room there. And uh, you know what? You can do a little bit of charitable gaming if you want to, too. Uh, or gambling, if you would. Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. They are in the Grand Cities Mall. I might even have to go in there and get some lunch today, too. Karma Hansen, Tina Sanders with Safe Kids Grand Forks in the studio today. We've been talking about, well, Christmas safety and, and of course, uh, the child cares, you know, the, the car seats and things like that. Um, but I kind of want to focus a little bit now um, on outside stuff. Um, <clears throat> one of the first things that, that people don't realize is in the winter, you can get dehydrated. Uh, the last thing people want to do, they think, is drink a nice cold glass of water or something. But very important to stay hydrated because you're so bundled up and, and you will sweat. You know, even when it's cold. But how important is hydration in the winter? Well, I'm glad you bring that up because, yeah, people think about it in the summer when it's hot, but mm-hmm. they are equally as susceptible to it in the wintertime. So, yes, you, um, stay hydrated, whether your kids are out sledding or skating or, you know, playing in the yard, uh, whether they go to a hockey arena inside or going to play basketball, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And and obviously, water is the best source of rehydration fluid. Uh, our athletic trainers that partner with us and do work with safe kids will tell you that Kids really don't need things like electrolyte drinks, Powerade, Gatorades, that kind of stuff until they've had about 60 to 90 minutes of really hard Mm -hmm. um, activity. So if they are doing things like hockey games or basketball games, obviously that would be a time when that would be important. Uh, But think about sending that water bottle with them. You know, maybe uh, they go out and you're worried about that uh, water bottle freezing or that kind of thing. Send it to them as a warm. Sure, uh, sure. You know, in in a bottle. But make sure they have access to it. Certainly this time of year, uh, if they're at an outdoor rink, it's not like a ball field where there's a running hose or a spigot that's available. It's something you're going to have to send with them. So absolutely something that should be top of mind. Uh, Tina, I want to direct this one towards you uh, because you... uh, do wheel sports safety and things and 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 this isn't really kids wheel sports safety but watching people on the first storm this past weekend drive was like uh watching wheel sports because people just it, when you this is the time of the year if you've got kids in your car you've got to be extra careful your car seats have to be perfect you also not just what's in the car but now think about it because last winter remember the piles we had at the yep. intersections driving accidents, kids jetting out in front of you. There's a million things that parents need to do to driving these vehicles. Absolutely. Uh, This is a really dangerous time for pedestrians. We want to encourage people to be outside and walking, um, even in our winter weather. Uh, We don't want to be cooped up for the many months that North Dakota is snowy. But it's really, really important that, first of all, we're talking to um, anybody who is out walking, letting them know that those cars have a harder time stopping. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to skid maybe um, if... When we talk to kids, we always talk to them about, you know, if you feel like you need to run to get across the street before that car comes, now is not the time to cross the street. Mm -hmm. You need to wait for them. Um, And we want them to um, walk across the street. We don't want them to run anyway because they have the opportunity of slipping in that ice. Um, I've done it myself many, many times. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, So it's really, really important that they make sure that they are... I'm aware of that. But yes, our drivers need to be aware that there are still people out walking. Mm -hmm. Um, I even saw some brave folks out on bikes yesterday, um, which I I don't feel like I'm a good enough bicyclist to do that. But um, fortunately, those folks that I saw were wearing helmets. We want to see Mm -hmm. them wearing helmets still. Um, Big risk. One of the things that kind of comes to my mind that I'm going to make an ask to our community about is this. Uh, We do have kids that walk to school Mm -hmm. throughout the year. And while some of them are very little, those snowbanks can get high. Oh, yeah. And so they're taller than we are as adults. Absolutely. And we work really closely with the city of Grand Forks and try to get them out to break down those snowbanks that are on those street corners, particularly on paths that kids are going to school. That being said, if you're a homeowner and you see the snow piling up on a street corner and you know that there are walkers going, particularly kids that are shorter than that, maybe try to knock it down or keep it 
cleared off so that they can be seen. Um, we also talked to parents about stopping and then looking out beyond that. Poke your head out, you know, a little yeah. bit, but don't walk out into it uh, because it, drivers may not be able to see you. As you're cleaning out snow, the other thing I would say is this. Fire hydrants. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, fire hydrant <laughs> in our area is right at the end of my driveway, and my husband does a pretty good job of ma- maintaining that. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody in the community needs to look on their way home today. Where is the fire hydrant that yeah. would service my fire truck that came to mm-hmm. my house for a fire? And know that just because it's not on your property doesn't mean that you should not be helping to keep that fire hydrant clear. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, this is the time of the year when you should start thinking about way back in your driver's education days when when now as adults have been driving forever you're thinking ah oh, that's I don't need to get that carried away with my safety and all of this stuff you know look four times before you go yeah just do it, it, mm-hmm. it, it boy it might take you an extra 35 seconds or a minute to get to your destination and, and one more thing i wanted to mention um with the icy right now it's very icy out because we had that rain before the snow if you're ever carrying a baby and it's that slippery out. I mean, how easy is it to slip and fall without a baby in your hand? Don't lift your feet up. Slide your feet. Be and wear careful. Good shoes. And wear good <laughs> shoes. Yes, yes. Um, you know, John, one of the things you were talking about, the slipping and the sliding and the adults and that kind of thing. The other thing I would caution is adults, don't assume that the teens in your house remember how to winter drive from last year. Oh, Ride with them. Can't remember how to put their clothes in the hamper for Pete's sakes. Give themselves more time. They might need to leave for school earlier. Ride with them and make sure they're making good decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, Remind them that you don't change direction or speed on ice. You know, that's a sure sign Mm -hmm. you're going to spin out of control. Yeah, don't put your cruise control on if it's icy. There's... uh... And, and uh, again, sometimes you have to learn the hard way, and that's not the way to learn. Yeah. Uh, Tina, will you just talk a little bit about, like, low light conditions? Because it, it is getting light later yeah. and dark yeah. Yeah. sooner, and we do have some reflective material that you could share and where we got that from. Absolutely. So um, we have um, some great partners with um, AAA. We've got some, you know, fantastic partnerships with uh, uh, Minnesota Safe Routes to Schools, and um, they help us to get um, a lot of reflective gear. The thing is, it gets dark. Um, I think sunset yesterday was at 438 yeah. Yeah. or something so like that. So it stays halfway light for about a half hour after. Right. And that dusk time is actually super dangerous. Oh, sure time it is. Because we've got the sun kind of hitting you. Mm-hmm. And we've got folks that are still walking home from school at yeah. that 4 35 o'clock oh, sure. time. Yeah. So we always talk to kiddos about getting reflective gear onto their, their jackets. Um, I don't know about you, but my, both of my winter coats are dark colored. Mm-hmm. Uh, people would have a really hard time seeing me. That's the same with a lot of our kids. If you're about to buy your child a re- winter coat, maybe look for one that has reflective pins. Right. Yeah. Um, but barring that, you know, we, in our office, we have some reflective zipper pulls they can put on their coats oh, or their sure. backpacks. We've got some reflective stickers that we can put onto their shoes and things like that. Um, even some little slap wrap uh, bracelets yeah, yeah. that they can use. Um, but it's really important to have those reflective things. If they are going to be walking home in the dark, um, maybe a small flashlight might be mm-hmm. in order as well. Yeah, and now these little lights that they've got now, I mean, they're just tiny and they just kick out a bunch oh, of they light. Uh, they're really, really cool. Um, we're starting to see them now, the kids uh, sledding at Belmont and things yes. like that. Uh, you know, you got your sledding, your skiing, um, all the winter snowmobiling, snowshoeing. Mm-hmm. You talk about safety with these things all day long. You know, uh, sliding down a hill is super fun, but it can be dangerous. And we encourage people to wear helmets when yeah. they're biking. We should be wearing helmets when we're doing yeah. our winter sports. Mm-hmm. We've actually got these amazing helmets in our office um, for about $35, which is a pretty inexpensive price. Um, they're much like a multi-sport helmet that you wear for skateboarding, but yeah. they've got some features that make them a little warmer. They've got a hook on the back that hold on to your goggles if you're skiing. Oh, sure, sure. Um, but above all else, we want to see those kids sledding with a helmet yeah. on. Um, you hit the the hill the wrong way, you bounce off of there, and you're looking at you know concussions Absolutely. And, and terrible brain injuries. Yep, yep. Um, so when we're skating, we should definitely. And some of the skating clubs actually require them, which is yep, fantastic. Yep. yep. Um, when we're skiing, absolutely should be wearing helmets. So um, it's a really, really great idea. Now, obviously, um, snowmobiling, it's going to be a different kind of helmet. We're oh, yeah, going to want yeah. those DOT-approved sure. helmets. Yep, DOT or Snell, yes. Exactly. Um, we don't provide those in our office, but we mm-hmm. can give you know some recommendations as to where to go and what to look for. And, and you know, a nice thing, too, now is uh, back in, in my day, I, I used to race snowmobiles. They didn't have – you either had the little kitty cat or a big – 
snowmobile. Now they are they're making them for kids basically all ages. Uh, they're governor controlled, so you can actually watch them. You can teach them the correct way. There are classes you can go to, but in all these winter sports, you talk about banging your head on the ground or the ice. It's hard. It's just like rock. Yep. But another thing you got to realize too is sledding or skiing. Other people yep. and trees, yep. things like that, immovable objects. It's the stop that hurts you the worst, the sudden stop. Well, and if you're going down a hill, you don't have brakes, right? No. And so that, that you got a, another kid that comes down and you didn't see him in your periphery that comes yep. or the, the you know, yep. we always say go down feet first, not head first. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather have you break an ankle or sure. a leg than a, than a neck. Um, I have seen fractured, you know, collarbones. Mm-hmm. I've seen fractured skulls. I've seen severed spinal cords um, from sledding incidents. So always, always, always feet first down a hill and then have those uh, those helmets on that is critically important um it, tina was talking a little bit about these winter sports helmets uh, i would suggest that as you're thinking about your holiday gift giving if you're giving a sled or you're giving you know new skates mm-hmm. or something like that give that gift of safety is kind of always my yes. mantra think about purchasing uh, you know a lot of adoptive families kids ask for bikes if you're buying the bike Buy them the yeah, helmet. Yeah. If you're giving them, you know, sledding stuff, give them the helmet. Um, maybe you've got uh, a new family that just had a new baby. Think about, do they have a carbon monoxide detector sure. in their home? Think about that as a, a great a Christmas gift or stocking stuffer. Think about a car seat or that next car seat yeah. up that they need. Think about a sleep sack for an expectant parent. Yeah, um, things you don't have to buy yourself. And, and you know, when you talk about a helmet, the thing is, is they make them cute now. Um, I bought my granddaughter her first hockey helmet. Uh, for Christmas last year, it pained me like you would never believe to buy a pink hockey helmet, <laughs> but I did. And she wears it, I bet. And she likes it, yeah. yeah. And so they're coming. Things aren't so ugly anymore, and, and, and nope. it's the point now where kids are like, yeah, I'll wear that. It, it doesn't look dumb, you know? We've got a cute one in our office right now. It was actually donated to us. It is a multi-sport helmet that is in the shape of a unicorn. Oh, cool. And oh, that would be cool, yeah. A, I can imagine a four- or five-year-old girl is just going to go nuts over that helmet. Well, you watch these, like, the X Games and stuff where, the, where you got the half pipe and the, mm-hmm. and the skiers, and, and you'll see that they do that with their helmets. They might have the mohawk thing coming off the top, yep. or like you said, a unicorn corn they're cool i mean they look cool but they serve a purpose we have uh white multi-sport helmets that tina distributes lots and lots of those in the summertime and uh, we've told kids take sharpie markers on them Mm -hmm. i remember when my son was little he made one into a new jersey devils sure you know sharpie markers Um, if people uh, would like to purchase some of those items that we talked about be it a car seat or um you know one of the helmets that we have available elbow knee pads Mm -hmm. wrist guards um, to go with a bike um, they can contact our office Um, we're located in the lower level of the Altru Clinic in East Grand Forks. Uh, we're not like a normal clinic department in that we have somebody sitting there all the time because we're out and about doing, well, like what, radio interviews? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and classes and things Dang like media that. media people. Right, but um, they can contact us and we'll set up an appointment for when they can stop mm-hmm. by and pick it up. Our number there is 701-780-1489 or they can email us at safekids at altru.org and uh, we've got a way that they can pay online. If we're not going to be there, we can set it outside the door on a shelf for pickup and that kind of stuff and we'll get them all outfitted with the the safety gear that they need for the holidays um i wanted to bring bring this up uh it's been one of those kind of winters where well let's face it there's probably some unsafe ice around now all of these little neighborhoods popping up they're all a lot of them i don't know if they'll call them a retention pond or whatever now there's things you have to worry about because you might see one pond in one side of town where it's all cleared off and they got hockey nets out there and they're skating and all of that kind of stuff that's okay. I grew up on a man-made lake, so I know how this works. But there's also some of these ponds you got to watch if they have one of those fountains in the middle or, or if they've got an aerator system in them. That's a no-no. You never know how that's going to go. But if you are going to be on, you got to have some adult supervision. There better be somebody out there that drilled some holes and made sure it was safe because if it's safe, it's safe. But don't just assume anything because you don't know what's underneath that ice. Absolutely, John. Those... I, 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 God bless our city, but I, I 
I, I have always been fearful of those retention ponds. Mm-hmm. I understand the need for them. But that being said, they are out and about in places in our community where kids are walking or going to their friend's sure. house, going to school, playing. And kids are curious. They're naturally drawn to water. Mm-hmm. And so they make me very, very nervous. That and they um, like to as, throw rocks on yes, them. <laughs> as a safe kids coordinator, I just, I get so nervous with them. So, But that being said, uh, yes, some of them are thick enough where you can go out and skate on. But I don't want kids making that determination. They need an adult to do that. Sure. And each and every time, because we had cold weather and then warm weather and cold weather. Mm-hmm. And now it's beautifully and sunny mm-hmm. and warm out. And so the, 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 the in, um, integrity of that ice could change over a matter of a couple days. So don't just assume that because it was yeah. okay to use a few days ago that it's fine now. Take an adult out there with them uh, and know what your plan's going to yeah. be if that ice does break. And if you're a kid, uh, don't even think about the river. That's just a no-no, nope. all right? That is nope. just a, a total no-no. Um, I, I did want to bring this up, too, because uh, it, this is another one of those things you don't realize until it's too late, but uh, when it gets cold out in the wind and, and, and frostbite. Um, I don't know if you've never had frostbite. It, it is no fun. Uh, it's not just, okay, I got frostbite and the next day you're fine. Um, it looks like you were in a fire. I mean, it takes a long time to heal. It's not fun. You have to be careful. Wind chill is a big deal around here. When they say the human skin can freeze in two minutes, believe them. Don't try to push your luck. Right. Uh, this is the time of year where we need to be thinking about those winter driving things, and frostbite is certainly one of them. Winter preparedness with your vehicle is something you should be thinking about. Yep. So, you know, if you have not gotten a winter survival kit out and in your cars, now's the time to do that. Uh, we do not want people leaving their car because of that danger of yep. frostbite. Um, when you start to get um, cold and hypothermic, um, the, the oxygen in your blood is not functioning um, to carry your red blood cells, which impairs your ability to think. Yeah. And people make poor decisions, And right? you feel like you're getting warm, actually. You, you actually do. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're burning. And yep. so when you talk to first responders who've gone out and looked for somebody who got separated from their vehicle or left their vehicle, oftentimes you'll find that their footpaths just were yep. going around in a circle. And, they and didn't they don't realize have any clothes that. On. And they have no clothes on. Yes. Because they've taken them off. Mm-hmm. So you want to stay with that vehicle. Now, that being said, when you're leaving town, Make sure that you have a full tank of gas yes. so you have enough gas there to, to start it. The other thing that's critical to have in that um, that winter survival kit is a shovel. Yeah. Not necessarily that you're going to shovel your car out, but if you go into a snow-impacted ditch, which you will find that they can blow in mm-hmm. and fill up where the ditches are even mm-hmm. with the roads, yeah. um, you cannot run that vehicle with your exhaust pipe uh, impacted in the you snow. You will die. Yep. From carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. So that shovel um, is critical to have as a part of your first aid kit. Yep. Um, you can buy them where they're telescoping. So they yeah, really they only take up, up yep. this big. Mm-hmm. But you have it so you can extend it and use it. Uh, stay with that vehicle. Make yeah. sure you've got a phone charger with you so you can charge your phone. Because absolutely, frostbite is real and it happens yep. very quickly. I've seen yes. it as a nurse and it's dangerous. Yeah, I would I would much rather be warm in a car in a ditch in the middle of nowhere than um, freezing in a ditch in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and can I just make a comment? And, and and this is really to be honest with you for all of my first responder friends the you know the 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 sheriff's officials uh, the highway patrol mm-hmm. uh, your law enforcement your ambulance who have to go out and try to rescue these oh, people yeah. there yeah. is a reason why the DOTs put out weather do not travel advisories and that kind of thing it's not just about you and mm-hmm. your need to get somewhere but it's about all the people that our sheriff andy schneider has to send out um, his first responders the highway patrol who have to respond to yeah. people who didn't heed those yeah. or who say oh i want to get to that christmas party anyway instead of going on interstate that's closed i'm just going to take the back roads you know what? They get stuck. They get in the ditch. And it's not just about them. It's about those first yep. responders and them putting their lives out there in danger. So please pay attention to yeah. those warnings. Just because um, you want to be dumb, you shouldn't have to put somebody else's life in danger. And and that's funny because I live right off a of highway, too, you know, between Eastside and Fisher. And that highway closes a lot. It does. Um, there's been many times where I've been coming down business, too, and either a highway patrol or a sheriff was sitting there and saying, this highway is closed now. And I have to tell them, that's my driveway right there. Right there. 
All right, but if you go any further than that, I've got your license plate number, blah, blah, blah. And, and if a highway is closed and they have to come and rescue you, in my opinion, there should be a very hefty fine yeah. included with that. And I think that, that there probably is now. Um, my notes are, are pretty much done. I know you've got some notes. I got a couple things. What did what yeah. did I not talk about? Well, and, and the reason I've got my notes here is because there's dates and times and I want to okay. get, get them correctly. The first thing is, is that we offer a class called Smart Sitter. It is designed for kids that are 11 to 14 who maybe they've got a younger sibling that is, uh, you know, in the house that they're going to be watching, or maybe they're looking to earn some extra money and babysit for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Smart Sitter is a class. It's five hours long, and it is designed to talk to them about, like, care of a baby, diapering, bottling, um, swaddling, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing, Uh, how to respond in an emergency. We go through CPR, Heimlich, basic first aid, um, what to cook, what to things to do in the home or not do in the home. Um, Our next class is going to be held on March 16th and it goes from 9 to 2.30. There is registration required for that and there is a $50 fee. Mm -hmm. If there's anybody that cannot afford that, we do have scholarships available. Uh, Brady Martz is an accounting firm here in town and we thank them for their generous sponsorship of some of those. Mm -hmm. Um, Remax is also um, uh, um, not Remax, um, um, Retrax. Yeah, there you go, Retrax. Is also uh, a sponsor with some uh, scholarship dollars to help cover that cost. So reach out to us um, if you uh, would like to come but can't afford to do Mm -hmm. so. And I tell you what, what babysitters are making nowadays compared to when I was a kid babysitting, (laughs) you babysit a couple of nights, it'll pay for it too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, We also have a class called Safe at Home Alone for kids 8 to 11, kids who might be left home um, after school, where they're coming home and parents aren't there or left home alone for a few hours while parents go out and about. Uh, that class uh, is uh, also has a fee, but again, we will waive that. That is a three-hour class. The next one is on January 20th from 9 to noon or from 1 to 4. You can find out information about both of those on our Facebook page or our website. And then we have started getting out all of our flyers for 2024. So our car seat checkup events are bringing home baby. All of our, um, the, the classes that I just spoke about, we also offer a monthly foster parent training class that is for foster parents to get their free continuing ed credits. Uh, those flyers are just being put up on our website and Facebook page. Uh, we also offer a parenting series via Zoom, free Anybody can attend, covers a wide variety of topics. Those are all out. I would encourage people to go to our website, which is safekidsgf.com, and sign up for our newsletter along the right-hand side of that page. They'll get sent. uh, Amy Covington, who is in our office, does just an amazing job putting together an electronic newsletter that comes out, and it's got little snippet introduction paragraphs, and then it's got a link you can click on that'll take you to full-page flyers or, or information. Uh, the next newsletter will come out the first week of, of January, and that'll have all of those 2024 flyers on it. So sign up for that newsletter. Um, and then uh, I would say, um, as you are heading into uh, the the Christmas season, think about recalls and registrations, yeah, yeah. Um, toys, electronics, home items that you might get. You know, maybe it's a new chainsaw, or a new generator, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, fill out those product registration cards because oftentimes there are things that go awry with products. And if you filled out the registration cards on them, you'll get notified of that uh, and find out what the fix is to get that corrected so it doesn't become a hazard. All right. You know, you mentioned a full page flyer. I'm going to be honest with you, Karma. My notes don't normally look like this until you come in here because there's so (laughs) much to talk about. Um, Okay. So we've got safekidsgf.com safekids at altru.org. Uh, we've got phone number 701-780-1489. You guys are about, uh, you ladies are about the easiest people in the world to talk to. I mean, and, and if, if you're a guy and, and you know, we talked about this and you're embarrassed and it's that guy pride thing, don't worry about it. Um, you can be the biggest dummy in the world and these people will make you smarter. Did we forget anything else? Well, I would be remiss if I did not make this announcement. Uh, the date for our annual hands-on learning fair 
uh, has been set. Uh, that is an event we bring in about two to 3,000 parents, kids. We fill the Purple Arena on a mm-hmm. Saturday, and we have very hands-on, activity-based, fun, interactive, engaging things yeah. for kids and families. They're learning, but they're having fun while they're right, doing it. Right. Uh, that date is going to be on April 20th. And back by... Uh, popular demand. We will have a lot of the, like the, the, the bike rodeos. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a lot of, um, like I said, very hands on activities for the kids, mascots, things for kids to do. Uh, that, like I said, it's going to be a fun filled day. By request of the public, it used to be a three-hour event. We have now made it into a four-hour oh, event. Oh, boy. It will go from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Back at the perp? At the at the perper. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. And uh, if people want to volunteer for that, we always need volunteers uh, the day before and the day of. If people want to help sponsor it, we always need that. If people are looking to have a booth there, uh, the vendor booth uh, information has been sent out. So get in touch with uh, Jasmine Wangen at our office, jwangen at altru.org. She is a master coordinator of events, mm-hmm. and she will get you all taken care of. You know, if uh, you are one of those people out there, um, you know, we, we talk about the man pride thing and all of that kind of stuff, but... If you even know somebody that's expecting or somebody that has a young child or a baby, tell them to go back and watch this show because you're going to find out so much information. You're going to find out the websites, the phone numbers, and all of that kind of stuff where, you know what, if you're embarrassed to ask for help, you can do all this online or on the phone. And, uh, I, I, you know, confidentiality, like you said, they're not going to come in and say, boy, that John Roberts, he's really dumb. Uh, he doesn't know anything. But um, tell your tell your whoever... Uh, to rewatch the show, they don't ever go away. Just just look us up. All right, um, ladies, it's always fun having you in. And now I got to meet the the rest of the team. Um, I guess we just got to wait for the next season. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. I'm I'm old school. I'm going to say Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yes, I'm yes. there with you. Yep. Yeah, and and you guys uh, keep up the good work. Well, thank you Thanks. so much. And and we just are again really really grateful to Grand Forks Best Source uh, that you guys get us on. You, you do a great podcast and we can archive it and put it on our, our Facebook page, our website. That is awesome. Absolutely. Thank you to your sponsors, you know, that sponsor these shows. We're grateful to them. And then, you know, we have a lot of people that we thank and we partner with. I think of some of them that come to top of mind, um, AAA, that is a, a, a great financial sponsor, but also uh, provides us with a lot of educational resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, the North Dakota Vision Zero Program and Department of Transportation, Minnesota Office of Traffic Safety, Minnesota Safe Roads to School. Um, I mean, the list can go on and on. Um, you know, we just um, received a check in the mail from a scan at the till that was done last year from Hugo's. Wow. A very generous community sponsor. You know, we are very fiscally conservative. We're sure. very, very thrifty. We don't spend money where we don't need to. But that being said, doing the work that we do, it does take money. And oh, so, yeah. um, you know, if there are people who want to visit with me about a small gift, a large gift, a grant, uh, a donation of an in-kind. We were looking for a washer and dryer, and 24 hours later, yeah. we have a washer and dryer. We always have needs, and I promise you we will use um, any donations in a way that is very respectful to that donor. Uh, please reach out if there are people thinking about year-end giving. We would love to visit with them, and we would really appreciate their support. We can't do this without this help, and um, Safe Kids Grand Forks covers a big area, northeast North Dakota, northwest Minnesota, yeah. and so we reach a lot of communities and and really um, are proud of the work that we do. Yeah, so. think how many kids are in those communities, folks. 701-780-1489. You can go to safekids at altru.org or safekidsgf.com. Again, thank you to uh, Karma Hansen and Tina Sanders with Safe Kids Grand Forks. And thank you to Churchill Shoes for sponsoring today's show. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the Upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall.
All right. Hey, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your day. Dirty Thursday tomorrow brought to you by River City Speedway. The Mustache Mafia going to invade the studio. Jory Berg going to be in the house talking about being River City Speedway champ, Devil's Lake Speedway champ, and North Dakota champ all in the Wasota Midwest Modified. Love talking to Jory Berg. It's going to be a great, great show. Uh, and we'll find out what's going up next year, too. Everybody, make sure to like, share, tag, and follow us, okay? Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. Every time we turn on the mics and the cameras, your phone will ding. You want to watch it? You can. If you don't want to, don't have to. Hey, the Grand Cities are grand. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.